0: Amen. It's good to be in the house of the Lord tonight. If you have your Bibles, would you open up to 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. How many here are serving at VBS this week? I know there's a few. Amen. Looks like they're having fun. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 1 to 8. But of the times and the seasons, brethren, ye have no need that I write unto you. For yourselves know perfectly that the day of the Lord so cometh as a thief in the night. For when they shall say, Peace and safety, then sudden destruction cometh upon them as travail upon a woman with child, and they shall not escape. But ye, brethren, are not in darkness, that that day should overtake you as a thief. Ye are all the children of light and the children of of the day. We are not of the night nor of darkness, therefore let us not sleep as do others, but let us watch and be sober, for they that sleep, sleep in the night, and they that be drunken are drunken in the night, but let us who are of the day us who are of the day. The J.B. Phillips New Testament reads, you are all sons of light, sons of the day, and none of us belongs to the darkness or the night. And the CEB reads, since we belong to the day. Those who are of the day have their duties. Those who are of the day have their responsibilities They have their focus. They have their pursuit. It's a different way of life. In fact, it is life. It's an atypical way of living as far as the world is concerned, but this non-conforming reality that we live and hold to is the only hope for humanity. This atypical way of living, this non-conforming lifestyle is in fact life the only hope for humanity all that are not of the day are of the night first Thessalonians 5 verse 1 but of the times and the seasons brethren ye have no need that I write unto you you see we know what's going on we know what's happening in this old world of the times and the seasons, we have no need of writing. We can see what's taking place. We hear it. We feel it. We can taste it. The fragrance of death plagues the atmosphere. We know our world. We know this world. We know our culture. We know the world system. We know the plight at work in the earth and across the nations to keep people from the light, to keep people from the day, to keep people in the night and keep people in darkness. Those of the day have their way. It's a way that's being determined and appointed. We are supposed to live a certain way. As Christians, as believers, as sons of light as daughters of light as those of the day we are supposed to live a certain way jesus christ is determined it he's prepared it he's appointed it god the father has determined it prepared it appointed it the holy spirit is determined to see it through appointed what does this living look like for those who are of the day while well, we go to the Word, First Thessalonians 5, verses 8 to 10, it reads, But let us who are of the day be sober, putting on the breastplate of faith and love, and for in helmet the hope of salvation. For God hath not appointed us to wrath, but to obtain salvation by our Lord Jesus Christ, who died for us, that whether we wake or sleep, we should live together with him. see, our living looks different. When we come to Christ, things change. And as we walk with Christ, things change. This atypical way of living, this non-conforming reality that we live, we've come to realize that it is life, and it's producing life in us, and it's leading us to everlasting life. Listen to the language, be sober, that is calm and collected in spirit watchful, putting on the breastplate of faith and love, and foreign helmet, the hope of salvation. And what does it say? Hearts and minds protected and affected and moved by faith, love, and the hope of salvation. I want to ask tonight a few questions. What's on your chest? What's over your heart? What's on your head? What's covering your mind? Does it fit the language of 1 Thessalonians chapter 5? As we look at our living, as we look at our non-conforming reality that we are called to live, are we falling in line? Does our life fit the language of 1 Thessalonians chapter 5? Is this the definition of our reality or is our reality something less? Has life changed since we've come to Christ? Is life changed? changed as we've been walking with Christ is life changing as we're following his lead as we're reading the word as we're coming to church as we're gathering with brothers and sisters in Christ as we're drawing on the Holy Spirit as we're continuing to live in him and move in him and have our being in him but let us who are of the day Verses 11 to 15, Wherefore, comfort yourselves together and edify one another, even as also ye do. And we beseech you, brethren, to know them which labor among you and are over you in the Lord, and admonish you, and to esteem them very highly, in love for their work's sake, and be at peace among yourselves. Now we exhort you, brethren, warn them that are unruly. Comfort the feeble-minded, support the weak, be patient toward all men, see that none render evil for evil unto any man, but ever follow that which is good, both among yourselves and all men. Does our life fit the language of 1 Thessalonians chapter 5? Our walk with the Lord, our relationship with Jesus Christ, this Christian reality, Is it as we read? As those who are of the day, as those that are of the light. We need to work together. We need one another. Care for one another and love one another. I'd encourage us tonight to be our brother's keeper. We need to edify one another. We need to build each other up to promote growth in Christian wisdom, affection, grace, virtue, holiness, blessedness. We need to work with one another, encourage one another, warn those that are unruly, care for the weak. We need to know those which labor among us and are over us in the Lord. Those that admonish, caution, warn, and exhort us. We need... Help! we need the voice in the voice the truth is we need it and we need them more than we often realize we need the preaching of the word more than we often realize we need the word itself more than we often realize we need prayer more than we often realize and worship and the gathering of the saints we need our brothers and sisters in christ more than we often realize What language here? Warn them that are unruly. Comfort the feeble-minded. Support the weak. Be patient toward all men. See that none render evil for evil. Follow that which is good among yourselves and to all men. You see, this is our way, this is our life, this is our duty, our responsibility, our focus, our pursuit. We are supposed to live a certain way, atypical, nonconforming. This is what living looks like for us who are of the day, for us who are of Christ, for us who have Him as Lord and Savior and claim Him as soul. This is what living looks like. Verses 16 to 23, it reads, Rejoice evermore. Pray without ceasing. In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Quench not the Spirit. Despise not prophesyings. Prove all things. Hold fast that which is good. Abstain from all appearance of evil. And the very God of peace sanctify you wholly. And I pray, God, your Holy Spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless under the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. You know, if we're wondering what his will is for us, for our lives, for those who are of the day, it's right here. This is his will. This is how he's determined and appointed that we live how we live each day, this is what life looks like for a follower of Jesus Christ. This is what life looks like for those that are truly His. This is what life looks like for those that are pursuing Him and have been found by Him and are seeking Him and are endeavoring to love the Lord their God with all their heart, mind, soul, and strength. This is what this atypical, non-conforming reality looks like. Quench not the Spirit. Don't extinguish, suppress, or stifle the Spirit. We need the Spirit. We need the Spirit blazing in us and on us and through us. How else are we going to live as those that are of the day? Quench not the Spirit. This is His will for us. He's calling us to this. He's determined it for us. He's appointed it for us, that we be those that quench not the Spirit. The Word says, prove all things, hold fast that which is good. We need more than ever prove all things. This is so important. In our present day world, Christians, those of the day, Be wise to prove all things and hold fast to that which is good. You see, if we're going to prove all things, we're going to have to get into the Word of God. We need to know the Word. We need to listen to the Holy Spirit. Quench not the Spirit. We need to find good godly leaders. We need to be in the house of the Lord under the preaching of the Word. We need wise counsel. We need to get into the Word. We need to read the word. You see, the preacher can help us only so much. We live most of our lives outside these walls. We encounter daily many things that need proving to see whether they be good or not. Hold fast to that which is good. Abstain from all appearances of evil. This is what it looks like for the Christian. If we're wondering what his will is, this is his will for our lives. Abstain from all appearances of evil. This is something many struggle with. It's something many never fully walk out. This is something many have a hard time with. This word abstain is to hold oneself off or refrain or hold back or keep off. And the question tonight is from what? From what? And the answer is all appearances of evil. All appearances. Wow. How are we doing with this? As those who are of the day. You see, we need heavenly divine sight to guide us in this. Even things that appear evil, the Word says. All appearances of evil. That have even the appearance of evil. That's what God is saying. Some preacher didn't make this up. Your mom or dad or your grandpa or your grandma didn't make this up. This is what the Word says. This is his will for us as those who are of the day. This is what he's calling us to, to abstain from all appearances of evil. Even those things that simply appear to be evil or have the appearance of evil to abstain. Now the crazy thing is, my indulgences are telling the Lord what I think is evil and what I think is not. What I believe is okay and all right for those that are of the day. My activities, the music I listen to, you know what I'm telling the Lord? This is okay for those who are of the day. The conversations, the entertainments, we can go on and on down the list. The associations we keep, this is okay for those who are of the day. We are actually telling the Lord By our living, by our indulgences, by our choices, by our passions, by our pursuit in life, we are telling him this is okay. This is what I think is okay for those who are of the day. Stay away from all appearances. I wonder what he thinks. I wonder what he would abstain from. That's a good question to ask. What would he abstain from? Would he abstain from this or that? Things that perhaps we are not abstaining from. All appearances of evil. If we seek truth, we will know. We will know exactly what to abstain from. But if we're not seeking the truth, we will not abstain from certain things that we should. But if we're open and honest before the Lord and the Holy Spirit, he's quick to come and say, "That ain't right." Well, it's not really evil, is it, Lord? No, but it has the appearance of evil, and that's not fitting for a son. For a daughter of light. That's not fitting for those who are of the day. I wonder how holy Jesus wants you to be when he meets you face to face. I just, I wonder. I wonder how righteous he wants us to be, how spotless he wants our robe to be. I wonder. What are the things that he would abstain from? He's calling us to abstain from things. See, this isn't just a message for this generation or this nation because we need it, although we really do. All appearances of evil. But this is the message that goes forth out of First Thessalonians for every believer. Every believer. It doesn't matter our walk of life. It doesn't matter our background or our future. It doesn't matter where we grew up, how we grew up. What hand we were given in life, it doesn't matter on what side of the planet we're on right now, whether we're in the first world or the third world, it's the same for every person. Christ's standard does not change based on where we are or if we have an iPhone or not or if we have technology or not or if we have movie houses or not. or You see what I'm saying? Or if we have a TV, home in, our, a TV in our home or, or we don't. His, his standard doesn't change. His standard is the same no matter where we are. And he's calling us to live a certain way, and we don't determine the way. The way's already been determined for us. And we either buy into the program, or we simply don't. That's the reality. We just submit our lives to the program, or we don't. Man, if we live like this, what does it say? The very God of peace sanctify you holy, And I pray, God, your Holy Spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. I mean, how blessed are we, us who are of the day, and all that God would work in us this way, all that His Spirit could work in us this way, that we would be preserved blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Verses 24 to 28, Faithful is He that calleth you, who also will do it. Brethren, pray for us. Greet all the brethren with a holy kiss. I charge you by the Lord that this epistle be read unto all the holy brethren. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. Amen. Well, it's been read tonight, and the charge has been satisfied. We are of the day, we are not of the night. We are of the day of people alive in Christ. We are of the great day of Christ's return. I want to ask tonight, why would we live like we're not? Why would we act like we're not? Why would we talk and walk like we're not? If we are of the day, why would we act like we're not? Is it pride? Is it reluctance? Is it delusion? Is it need for acceptance? Is it fleshly desire? Is it hard-heartedness? Is it hard-headedness? Is it that we are ashamed? I mean, those who are of the day that actually have hope, actually have life, when all other things are perishing and all other people are, and all other systems and forms of whatever are perishing, why would we not live like those of the day, act like those of the day, talk like those of the day, walk like those of the day, bring ourselves into line with the language of First Thessalonians chapter five? Why would we not? What is it? What's holding us back? What's holding you back? Is it pride? Is it that you don't want to stick out? You don't want to be atypical? You don't want to not conform, but rather you'd conform. Is that what it is? Is it reluctance? Is it hard-heartedness? you just got a hard head? What is it? Are you just that stubborn that even Christ, your Savior, can't soften your heart? You won't let him? What is it? Are we ashamed? Are we ashamed of holiness? Are we ashamed of purity and righteousness? Are we ashamed that we don't watch those certain movies? Are we ashamed that we don't listen to the world's music? Are we ashamed that we don't talk with filth, perverted language, wrong language? We, are we ashamed that we don't laugh at rotten jokes? Are we ashamed that we don't repeat them? Are we ashamed that we don't set our eyes on things that are not holy. Are we ashamed of this? I mean, what a thing to be ashamed of? Are we ashamed that we go to church? Or go to church too often? Are we ashamed that we pray? Are we ashamed that we speak in tongues? Are we ashamed that we've been baptized? Are we ashamed that we're supposed to work different in the workplace? As unto our true master, are we ashamed of these things? Or are we proud of these things? Do we boast in Christ, or are we ashamed? Hebrews 10, 23, it says, Let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering. For he is faithful that promised. He is faithful. He is so faithful. And I would say tonight, let us who are of the day be faithful as he is. Let's do our part. Let's act like those who are of the day. Let's be like those who are of the day. Let's have the worship team return tonight. How many are thankful that you are of the day? I don't know about you tonight, but I'm so thankful just the reality that Christ has picked me up, pulled me out of the miry clay and set my feet upon that solid rock. What a blessed life we live, that we are of the day. that we have real hope and joy in life. This is nothing to be ashamed of. This is something to celebrate and put on display. Let's take the exhortation of 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 and run with it. I want to encourage us tonight. Let's live it, not doubt it. Let's enjoy it. Let's honor it and respect it. Let's value and esteem it. Let's take pride in it. We are of the day. How incredible and how awesome and how unbelievable. You know, when you're proud of something, I mean, you tell people, and you wear your colors, you wear that jersey. When you're proud of who you are, you tell people, you don't hide it. Why are we ashamed? Let's celebrate it. Let's celebrate the hope we have and the life we have. Let's celebrate holiness and righteousness and purity and living as those who are of the day. Can we receive this tonight? I trust we can. It's the word of the Lord. Nothing added, nothing taken away. Ephesians chapter 3, verses 20 and 21. Now unto him that is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we ask, or think, according to the power that worketh in us, unto him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus throughout all ages, world without end, amen. Let's stand tonight. It's those who are of the day. Those who are of the day. Why does this living look so different? Because in Him we live and move and have our being. Our very life, our existence. I want to ask tonight: Are we living as those who are of the day? I'm not saying there's not going to be mistakes. We're going to struggle with things. We go through seasons of life. But we know if our heart is truly in line. We know if our heart is soft. We're saying, Lord, keep us as those who are of the day. Keep us blameless until the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. We're falling in line with the program. We're not fighting the program. There's no pride. There's no stubbornness. There's no hard-heartedness, hard-headedness, no reluctance. We're not seeking acceptance from the world. We're not trying to be the typical, the world way. We're not trying fit in but god you've set us you've set us free from those things that we're going to live as those who are of the day just let the spirit speak to you tonight if you need to surrender afresh let's do that but let's thank him for the incredible reality that we are those who are of the day let's thank him and bless him for who he is thank you lord that you are a hope you are our life thank you lord